on this episode, Alicia ruins our lives with Debs. Dignity. <laughs> I already forgot the second Always one. Always dignity. The first that one is discipline. It's not even dignity? It's, it's not discipline. even dignity. Oh, man. Oh, cancel the podcast. <laughs> nice. Hi, welcome to Ruin My Life, a podcast about forcing your friends to like the things you like. I'm Jason. I'm Kelsey. And this is a podcast about celebrating fandom and passion and the things that make you who you are. I'm sorry, I just, the last episode, our guest Daniel described our podcast so well. <laughs> I want to match what he said, but I just, I can't. This this is a podcast about cargo pants full of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. And lesbian subtext. Well, text. In this case, it's text. Oh, hi, in this, hi. In this case, hi it's Alicia. Text. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know if I was supposed to wait for me to get introduced. No, you're good. You're hi, good. hi I'm in. Alicia. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Alicia. Thanks, thanks for coming on. No, thanks for having me. It's great to have you here. Yeah. Um, I just want to get a little, a little bit of um, housekeeping out of the way first. Mm-hmm. So we, we alluded to this again last episode, but I want people at home to sort of get out, get what's going on here, which is that we sort of shifted our, our setup <laughs> when we have a guest, like we do with Alicia right now, uh, we're in, uh, because we only own two microphones at this point, uh, our, our guest sits across the table from us in a, in a functional chair. I mean, it's missing an arm. It, it's, the arm's still attached. It's just he not, didn't say it was a fully formed chair. He said it was functional. It is functional. If, if you have a screw, I think you'd fix it. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, okay, um, well, okay, okay, let's not get into that right now. Okay? <laughs> and on the other side of the table, me and Kelsey have just sort of sort of smushed together on the on the couch. So we are sharing one microphone. Very comfortable. So if you can it's see scary. just like our like two-headed form peering out from <laughs> over the uh, the pop filter. And that that's sort of what Alicia is staring down right now. Yeah, it's very intimidating. So just, <laughs> I just want people to know about the physical layout of the... I want people to I have a good sense why. of space. I don't know why they need to know that. Yeah. It would, this is just for me. Wouldn't it be way more fun to say that we're broadcasting from outer space or Lucy Diamond's secret hideout? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should have like fun little theme yeah. intros like that. That'd be so good. I wish I'd thought of that. Fun of the uh, audio medium. Oh, man. You should you should be really <laughs> close in this podcast. <laughs> Your ideas are much She's better than much mine. much better at this though. <laughs> Okay, um, Alicia, what did you ruin our lives with? Okay, uh, I should have looked up what year this came out. Debs, the 2004. Okay, yeah, sorry, it came out in 2004 movie starring my favorite person of acting varieties anyway, uh, Jordana Brewster. And um, what we decided was low-budget Kristen Dunst, because I actually don't know the name of the uh, other lead in that movie, uh, in a uh, lesbian spy high school movie, College? college it's weird because it is college <laughs> but it sort of is looks more like a private high school because they all have uniforms yeah yes. yeah uh the basic premise is there is a secret test within the sat that as the intro tells us uh judges your ability to lie which apparently is the key attribute to being a good spy so it starts off with our hero amy bradshaw who is uh the perfect score so she has done the uh the test within the test. The test within the test. She is the perfect liar. Um, and she is on a team led by Max, who is a total badass. Played and by Megan Good. 
Uh, sure. I don't know. She, she looks familiar. I actually she was know. in a lot of stuff around yeah. that time. Yeah. And then um, mm-hmm. Dominique, who is French and played by... Devin Aoki. De- yeah, who is better known, in my world at least, as Suki from the second Fast and the Furious movie. Which is fitting, because Jordana Brewster's in this too. Yeah. <laughs> in many ways, this Got is a prequel, a prequel to the Fast and the Furious I'm sorry, you need to break down that chronology for me real quick. In fact, there are a few discrepancies continuity-wise between this film and the Fast and Furious franchise. I mean, they've already broken the timeline up in those movies so much. I feel like you could very much have, you know, Mia Toretto, the early years, which is she in her college years. (laughs) I mean, she's from the international crime family. Excuse me, if that is not what the Toretto's are. That's true. Lucy Diamond is just her, like... Her alias. Her alias. Her yeah. alias. Because Jordana Brewster plays Lucy Diamond. So Jordana Brewster, yes, uh, better known as Lucy Diamond in this. Uh, and her lackey? Lackey? Yes. Friend? Bestie? Friend. Bestie. Like a best I think they're bestie. They're yeah, they're better besties. described him in the, uh, during the movie as his, her lieutenant. Lieutenant, yeah. That's, <laughs> better. That's, that's, a nice, that's a nice word for yeah. it. Uh, go around doing crimes. And the Debs, being spies, are not into Lucy Diamond. So it opens up with Amy breaking up with Brad. I feel like that was the name of the doofy boyfriend. Bobby, I think it was Bobby, yes. Played by one of the brothers from the uh, canceled Fox show, Enlisted. And very, very not important to this movie at all. No, very, very Uh, This movie could have functioned fully without his character in any way. But they go to the... So, yes. So they wake up, and then we get the intro of all of them. Uh, Dominique, who is French, of course, is like sleeping in her room and there's a guy in her bed because she's the one who sleeps around a lot and well in this canonically twice really not that yeah, much they, there's a run, it's a running joke that she's like has a lot of dudes over and it's funny but people seem to react to it a little bit like oh, harshly yeah when she has again canonically only had sex twice <laughs> yeah. the entire movie. but i really i do like the reveal when they like lift up the sheets and it's like oh there's a guy there um <laughs> But yeah, so Max. I kind of wanted it to be a girl at one point when they yeah. said there were like no boys yeah. after curfew, and I, and I wanted to be like, "There's no boys here." Yeah. <laughs> very very fitting in this movie, uh, right? And then is dope. it Jenny? I actually needed to like remember the names. The like the, I don't know what the, the doofy one. I don't know what the doofy one's called. Uh, uh, she's kind of played as the the ditzy character. Yeah, it opens up with her unable to find her gun. Um, Janet. Janet. There you go. Janet you can't cannot find her gun, and her room is definitely the pinkest and the frilliest. I of just all realized of that Holland Taylor's in this. Holland Taylor is in this movie. She's super gay. She is super gay. Uh, this yes. movie. Well, we'll get there. She is. She is the leader. <laughs> I, mean, of I don't know the that devs. she's super gay, but she's um, gay. <laughs> Mrs. Petrie. I don't know if she ever get a first name from her, but yeah, she's the leader of the Debs and a big deal. And. Uh, she interrupts their lovely breakfast at a diner, which is conveniently part of the Debs campus. This part's a little bit weird. Um, we should probably take a second to break down the yes. fact that the, the Debs organization is itself kind of hazily defined. Yes. Not in terms of like, because they're, they're a spy agency that recruits young women from out of high school with a secret test within the SATs. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. But there's like, it just, it's a sort of movie where the world building, like, really raises a lot of questions that you which is why we need the prequel Debs TV show yeah I think it'd be really good but yeah, yes because they're what you would think would be a cafeteria in a normal school is just it's a like diner is it old, it's like an old timey diner has a waitress yeah with a lot of plaid there's also so much blue pla- blue plaid in this movie just everywhere because so they, they they all wear um again uniform school girl outfits school girl outfits, school girl outfits yeah, is really the yeah way to describe it <laughs> except for Max who gets awesome combat boots and I take them well I mean 
as I said, <laughs> as someone who wore uniforms and plaid skirts for a very long time, often shoes are not regulated. Yeah. Okay. Other than they have to be closed toe and well, they they all they all personal they, they all personalize it a little bit. Uh, the skirt's very length. There's kind of different levels of exposed midriff and ruffles involved. <laughs> But uh, anyway, yes, they go They'd to the diner. They all get at my high school. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they're the special team. So I think like, and all literally all the other Debs extras, like their skirts are like normal. Like yeah. if you envision like what an actual Catholic school uniform would be like length. So like, I feel like they got special dispensation. Like maybe you get like enough like stars. They are know, the points, top squad. Points. Yeah. Um, they also have their own house. Yeah, the they do. Characters they do. have like they yeah. basically have a sorority house for their, the four their, of them. Their age is very undefined. Uh, they the, college. I feel like they're definitely supposed to be college, but it's, it just everything about it feels so much like a high, high school. school. Like yeah. it ends with a prom, basically. That's it's, yeah. It's very high. The tropes are very high school. Yes. Anyway, but uh, and then they discover that Lucy Diamond, after being uh in hiding for a significant time, has resurfaced and is contacting a Russian assassin and katya i feel like she had a very 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 there you go stereotypical russian name nanochka kaprova there you go just it's like how Um, russian can we go with this name yeah um so of course they're sent to investigate it uh star wipe or whatever over (laughs) to uh lucy diamond's totally awesome evil villain layer which includes so so many diamonds and so much cgi and random just absurd evil layer villain stuff including a sign that i believe is like a good deb is a dead deb or something yes, yes. It's, like, it's like a workplace yeah, safety yeah. sign <laughs> um oh her other big claim to fame is uh no one who's gone up against her has survived so that's gonna be important <laughs> <laughs> um and scud is kind of trying to pump her up for this meeting which first they make it sound like you know it's like an international thief and an assassin are meeting up but it's really a blind date what What? two Um, women on a date together what in 2004 in a movie yeah yeah that actually is pretty surprising Um, yeah (laughs) lucy diamond is a lesbian i mean they never go straight out and say it but like she likes girls yeah they make it really abundantly obvious i think even before the the date Scud mentions like uh or brings up a relationship that Lucy had that just ended, which was it was just clearly with another woman. Yeah, which uh almost ended up with her trying to sink Australia. I believe Australia was the place <laughs> that she was trying to get for. Um and So Australia's she... just sort of where she takes her aggression now, because yeah. later on when she gets mad, yeah, she again yeah. tries to starts to blow up Australia. Yeah. And she and, um And this it's sort of um I don't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, no, but no, go for I it. just at this point the movie's aesthetic is very sort of Light, fun, spy, comedy. Yeah. It's sort of very Charlie's Angels-esque. Yeah. In sort of that early 2000s sort of way. But it looks... It's it's clearly made on a, a low budget. Mm-hmm. At this point, you might be wondering, oh, this is a pretty like fun, high-concept idea for a movie. Why wasn't there more money to make it with? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly when you uh, get to the hideout and find out, oh, uh, one of the leads is a lesbian. Yeah. So this was... Two of the leads are lesbian. But we don't know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, neither does she. So it's a yeah. it was um it was it was a very niche movie at the time I guess, um or it would have been considered like yeah there 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 it's you know it would have been put in the the LGBT section. It's fucked up, but like it you, becomes sure. it becomes clear why there was not more funding for this movie. Yeah, uh, in a very sad way. Yeah. But I don't want to say the movie looks cheap by any means because they did a good job with what they had, obviously. But you need to make some allowances for the fact that like this. 
they didn't have the resources they probably should have had. For sure. No, yeah. that is uh, totally true, which then brings us to the weirdest looking restaurant, I think, <laughs> <laughs> that has ever graced any visual medium ever besides that one painting that doesn't have a door. It the Chicago like, one. <laughs> it looks like they made a restaurant out of like a like a housing project. A warehouse. It's like a warehouse. It's also no, like, it's like open in the middle. It's like an empty skyscraper that is like an opera house. On the first it is floor. much like it's kind of like yeah. It's kind of like yeah because you have like the main dining area that would be like the orchestra section of an opera house, mm-hmm. and then there are the balcony levels. Dear. And there's like sitting, and it goes up so high because as we reveal, uh, at this uh, intercepting this date is um, the, the Debs, the Debs, and also Homeland Security and the FBI, and, and I the believe CIA. the CIA. There's a lot of like. Spy type people. Yeah, um, it's a fun gag where they sort of like keep cutting to the different groups that are all yeah, like yeah. staking out this one meeting. Yeah. And it's got a very um, Venture Brothers sort of yeah. vibe at this point, which at which point I was completely on board. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was on board when they were like, "There's a secret test within the test," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I wrote this down." Literally you, the, first the first line of the movie. <laughs> you said, "I love this." I was There's like, been three "Oh, words this is so gonna far. be a teenage spy movie." I'm very excited. Yeah. <laughs> But oh yeah, and that brings me to uh, my favorite gag, which is their weird uh, swing, thing, like hanging devices. They are hanging from the ceiling in these oh, very strange swings. swings, and they're like discussing. So Amy has just broken up with Bobby, the doofy boyfriend, because she doesn't really love him. It's a little bit unclear. She but has she's basically some strange not... conceptions about what love should be. <laughs> she but thinks... she wasn't feeling it with Bobby. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then Bobby pops above from above on in his uh hanging apparatus which is not a swing because he's part from the guy group which is homeland security apparently um <laughs> and like a harness of some kind. and it's like this is a perfect opportunity to like suss out like our breakup because i don't get why you don't love me amy uh says bobby <laughs> there's a great bit where the other devs sort of like scoot away on their hanging yeah. devices so they can have a private moment but then they're listening anyway because they're they're spies. Yeah, because they, they, they say like we're spies. There is actually a joke to, to that effect. In um, oh, and go, going back to the blind date, this is not going well with the Russian assassin. She like wants to be a dancer. She has a very over the top Russian accent. She drinks vodka. It's... I mean, there's a lot of over the top bad accents in this movie. <laughs> there is because Devin Aoki's French accent is not good. <laughs> I feel like it's not supposed to be. Like... I feel like we're supposed to believe that she's pretending to be French. Which honestly would make that I feel like that's a rich character, <laughs> right? Yeah, that, because a... she says she says we at one point, yeah, and then someone's like what, and she's like we. Oui. I said we. Oui. Yeah, yeah. Right, that like, does happen. Yeah, but it's never um, comedy on. But that would make a lot more sense. Always smoking a cigarette and has like a weird like utility belt for her uh, cigarette and lighter, like her her like box of cigarettes. It's a deep character vein, and I it want is. more. Yeah. Uh, Basically, what I've learned from this podcast <laughs> is that I need more of Devin Aoki's characters in all of the movies that yeah. she is in. That's yeah. true. And while Lucy Diamond's trying to bail from this awkward date, uh, the bracelet exchange is happening. And oh no, it gets dramatically dropped from the very, very high ceiling into inexplicably the soup that she's <laughs> uh, consuming. That I believe she ordered a Cobb salad or right. I'm sorry, just a Cobb. Which, yeah. right, that's a salad. I'll have a, I'll have I'll a have cob, cob and some wine. Yeah. It's her exact order. <laughs> very, very specific. And the Russian woman orders vodka. Yeah. And no food. And no food. So wait, where did the soup come into the picture? The world may never know. But uh, she uh, goes to, like, scoop scoop up the soup. 
you know, to figure it out and to find this like weird bracelet and then looks up and very, very subtly finds the devs there, reaches for her gun. They're very obvious. Like all you had to do was look up. They're so not subtle. Uh, And then just as it's happening, a champagne cork goes off, which of course they mistake for the gun firing. So immediately chaos Chaos ensues from above. Um, They also are not very good at like surrounding her no they all just stand in the same place and fire their no so they're yeah so the russian lady and lucy like wind up hiding behind the bar and and then she leaves and then yeah jordana brewster tries or like goes like a different way and then the devs decide they're going to split up because that's always a good plan (laughs) Uh, i mean that's what they should have been doing the whole time and tactically approaching Jordan and Brewster char- Brewster's character from all sides. I have a lot of questions, uh, which we can get into uh, when it's more appropriate later. But there is a lot where they discuss, like, formations they should be taking. And then there doesn't seem to be any actual tactical formations besides, <laughs> like, like in a line. line. <laughs> Much like I feel like the Scooby-Doo gang, like, when sneaking around, I feel like it's a very, very similar, like, approach. So Max and Dominique go one way, and then Janet, who is the ditzy one, and our hero Amy go another way, and Amy decides that they should split up further, which brings us to the wonderful me-cute that is awaiting us, where uh, They run into each other. (laughs) While running down this weird V-shaped kind of storage area, they wind up, like, meeting at, like, the tip of the V and, like, bump into each other. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Then, like, dramatic eye contact. And then they have guns pointed at one another because they are, in fact, antagonists. Um, but their eyes meet and it's... An instant connection. It's an instant connection, yes. 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 And Jordana Brewster's character decides she wants to date her. Yeah. And so she kidnaps her. Well, I will, I will say this is important. Amy is writing her thesis. On Lucy Diamond. Supposedly. For, for specifically a thesis for a specific class, which is like capes and... Capes and capers. There you go. Deconstructing gender. It was like the most... I feel like whoever wrote this actually had a liberal arts... Like, or at least... Oh, but whoever wrote this wrote that thesis? Like, that yeah, was the name yeah. of their oh, thesis? For sure. For sure. <laughs> and then they made it into a movie, and that movie was called Debs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Yeah, so then she decides to kidnap her, because that's how you find all your loves. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. And that's sort of the one like weird aspect of the movie is that like the antagonist and the protagonist who are clearly like have chemistry from the get go that the villain uh, kidnaps her to sort yeah. of like as as their first date. Yeah. Um, but she seems not that not upset about it. Like she like she gets kidnapped. But like, you know, in the space of a half a scene, she's like really, really turned around on this woman. She thought was like the world's most deadly villain. Mm. Um, they have a brief almost kiss. Yeah. But Janet, who has also been kidnapped, uh, sort of ruins that moment. Thanks, mm. Janet. Damn it, Janet. But she's flirting with <laughs> she's flirting with Scud, so <laughs> she's like having fun playing foosball. Her and, her and Scud have the fun like sidekick romance going on that throughout the whole couple. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jordana sets up an elaborate bank heist to then kidnap her again. Yes, yes. that's true. Uh, <laughs> where they wind up talking, and Amy's trying to do the "I'm not into you, I'm not into you." And but she's into her. Yeah, and Jordana's like, "Oh no, I'm like sorry for this this mix up or whatever." And then they wind up kissing. And there's a lovely falling in love montage. Yeah, where they are hanging out in her evil hideout together, and Amy inexplicably gifts her with uh like diamond studded handcuffs. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's great. And then the the Debs all think she's been kidnapped. Yeah. 
so even though she went willingly. Mm-hmm. An elaborate manhunt set up. Um, and she's been gone like a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Russian lady yeah, in the beginning calls yeah. and is like, I know where she is. So, so scorned was she by this one, like, half-hour date that didn't go yeah. well. She, like, totally rats on Lucy Diamonds. Yeah. And then the Debs show up, and they, 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 they stumble upon the two of them in, in De Grande Filecto. <laughs> Is that how that goes? So. I think so. That sounds fair. I, see, that's where I was trying to go, but I couldn't like think of the words. So Mid, I, I'm gonna let you <laughs> try to. They are. They one. are. We, we shall Pre, be pre-coitus? say. I was. I would say they are mid-coitus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're still both clothed fully. No, no they're, they're not. They're, they're, they're underneath the sheets. After, after the after oh, the, after, right. the, after the bra snapping foreplay. Oh, there like, was there yeah. was a missing scene there. Yeah. Yeah. Mid-coitus. Yes. Yeah. And because mm-hmm. because characters in, in movies, especially like movies anything under like an nc-17 rating mm-hmm. have sex fully underneath sheets yeah <laughs> it's the one thing i've never like i can i can directly nuts about every movie is that people only have sex completely like with their bodies completely covered yeah. <laughs> i mean if that's your thing fine but i cannot imagine that's like comfortable the default for most couples no no and she has conveniently two top sheets so that they can both so they can both like break away and like like yeah. they still shield their nudity from the yeah. from the yeah. cameras. From the cameras. Yeah. Um, and the, the Debs are very disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Not not because she's gay. Because she's but sleeping with she's the sleeping enemy. Because she's sleeping with the enemy, yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um well, well, yeah. Which then which then sets up us for like the big grand finale, which is they're going to kind of sweep this all under the rug. And she's gonna go to Endgame, which is prom. It's, it's prom. <laughs> it's it's weird that like a spy organization ha- academy has a prom. It's even weirder that like a college has a prom. <laughs> my college had a prom. Really? Actually, yeah, it was my called senior, Gala. We it was uh, yeah it wasn't really actually so my school didn't but we were close to Haverford so I went to Bryn Mawr and then Haverford yeah. so we're basically the same college. Uh, Haverford had like a senior. A senior dance. See, we had oh. gala. Oh, and we had the booze cruise. So yeah, we did have prom. We had formal. We had a formal at the end of every year. You guys had gala. a booze cruise. Yeah, oh, seniors uh, got to get wasted on a boat out in, sounds... oh. in in Philadelphia. Uh, shoot, whatever the name of I forgot. Philly Harbor. people don't yell at me. I really love Philly. <laughs> uh, Is it like a rip? the river, the like river between them and Camden, Camden, uh, which I should oh. know. I'm Delaware. The Delaware. No, uh, maybe. Uh, I have a long Native American. I'm actually name. very, very embarrassed because I should know this one. Don't anyway, we're, we're not popular um, enough to get angry tweets or emails. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're fine. You're like one of, you know, the only people that listens oh. to us. The, well, the most angry anyone will get is that when you listen to this back later. Okay. And, and, and at that point, you'll know yeah. what river it is, and you'll think, "Oh, Alicia, why were you? Why did yeah. you? Why didn't you know?" <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we had that. Um, yeah, we um, had we had like a gala that you could go to. Any year, you just had to buy tickets, but it was mm-hmm. a formal. Because I remember my senior year, which was 2012, they played Call Me Maybe four times at Gala. That mm. is... It was beautiful. That's Because that's yeah. they played it, like, during dinner, and they thought no one was going to get up and dance. They were wrong. I That's <laughs> underestimating the power of Carly Rae Jepsen. Indeed. Significantly. I say that they played it about half as many times as they should have. But we didn't yeah. have, like, a prom king and queen, or, like, there was no, like... That, that was an award... It was, like, an award ceremony. It was, like, a weird mix was of, just like... A fancy dance. Yeah, because, like, the whole thing is they're going to give her this, like, super special award, and she's going to deliver a speech about her very traumatic time. And, oh, we get my favorite montage to Erasure. Oh, yeah, because... Sorry, this is very important to me. Because while, this, is, while this, this plan is being concocted... Yeah uh jordana wants to get her back and she and uh scud uh return all the things that she's stolen while she lip syncs to erasure which is just so good 
she lip syncs to Erasure, then Scud pops up in the frame and he's lip syncing as well. And, and then they pull out and, and the entire like criminal organization is lip syncing to Erasure. It's pretty so great. That was a highlight. This movie has two two grade A montages. Yeah. First, first, like, for sure. Yeah. The um, first one is lesbians falling in love, and yeah. the second one is lip syncing to Erasure. Yeah, to win the lesbian back. Um, but yes, and then she decides to infiltrate prom. And she gets there just in time as... Endgame, Alicia. Endgame. Endgame. <laughs> she gets there just in time. I wish my prom was called Endgame. Right? That's Endgame. such a better Why has word? no one done a spy-themed prom that's called Endgame? I'm sure. I posed for my prom because I went to prom with a friend. Uh, we posed uh, back-to-back with finger guns mm-hmm. <laughs> for my photos. It looks awesome. But they, yeah. she, Lizzie oh, shows up. Speech, and yeah, as Amy is uh, delivering her speech about how everything's sad and all that. And then she... This, everything's Lucy's fault yeah and she's terrible. yeah yeah and then she sees Lucy as Lucy and Jordana Brewster I have to say is a very talented actress who does not get that much to do but her like heartbroken she has some really great faces in this and like you really feel like heartbroken is as her love is stabbing her in the back um and also looking at her you see why um she's inspired to to have a change of heart and yeah and and renounce the thing she just said and, yeah yeah and then they run to each other and it's sweet and they live happily ever after and, and then well no and then dies. the Debs catch them oh yeah and the rest of her little team is like no go be happy with your lady yeah. love we'll cover for you yeah. and they do the, yeah. two, the two, two sidekicks get together yeah um, and yeah and then uh, um, the two leads drive off together in a car while, to Barcelona to Barcelona while we're making music plays you can drive to Barcelona yeah if you're a super spy, uh, I'm for sure uh, Lucy's car definitely has missiles attached to it. I w- would not be surprised if it had, like, aquatic capabilities. Definitely. I mean, this is the movie where, where the Debs have mastered the art of teleportation. Oh, yeah. But they only use it for, like, the like teachers to zap in out of room to make dramatic entrances. <laughs> yeah. Including one point where we didn't mention Michael Clark Duncan is, like, the oh, co-head yeah. of Debs. Yeah. And one he's, point, like, like, he's, like, their handler, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Miss, that team's Pe- Miss Petrie is, like, the head of the organization. Yep. But he's also, like, he, you're right, he's their handler. Yeah. At one point, he sort of just, like, when the lead character is getting ready for Endgame, he zaps into her room, like, how you doing? How you feeling about this whole thing? And it's like, dude, she's getting dressed. I'd be dressed. better if you weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, so inappropriate. Yeah. So, yeah, they live happily ever after and no one dies. And nobody winds up with a guy at the end. No one winds up, like, pregnant and dead. It's well, Janet so ends good. up with good, but... But okay, you're rooting for that. But but they're yeah, and they're like and they're like the side couple. The main yeah. couple's a les- like a gay couple. It's great. Yeah, and it's it's, it's 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 I'm still trying to get my head around this. Cause we just watched this like an hour ago. It's a movie where two women fall in love and neither of them dies. Yeah, yeah. I'm not familiar with this <laughs> this genre. I know it's so sweeping the of. nation. Hopefully soon. Dude, one movie a decade. We have well, this, yeah, yeah. and then we have Carol, and that's pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> Carol's sad though, isn't it? That's not. But they end up together. They end Spoilers up together. for Carol. It's, it's it's quiet. It's very artistic. Um, there, I mean, there's, I, there's sad things in it. There's, but they, other, there's there's other ones, just not that many. Yeah, I like really wish I had the ability to seduce people just by like looking longingly at them, which seems to be basically how it works in Carol. That's not how lesbians <laughs> well, flirting. Works I feel in like real life. that's how it works in this movie too. Jordana Bruce is just like. Yeah, but Jordana Brewster is so pretty. If she looked at me like that, I'd be like, "Hello, I am." Yours. I mean, I would argue that Rooney Mara is. The same amount of pressure. <laughs> really not. Um, not I can't think of her not name. Kate Blanchett. Not Kate Blanchett. Kate no. Blanchett's not my cup of tea. No, but but Rooney Mara is. Well, but yeah, I'm not really into Rooney Mara. Different Jordan Brewster, though. Be still I mean, heart. like neither of them. I don't find either of them particularly attractive. And they, but I mean, like in this movie, I don't find either of the leads particularly attractive. But breaking my heart, Kelsey. <laughs> Sorry. So when did you first see Debs? 
When did it first come into your life? Is perhaps a better way to phrase it. I've been thinking about this. In high school, um, I actually remember... um, So my high school friends were kind of... (laughs) We were the weird outcast kids and were very much friends of convenience by virtue of being the weird kids in small town Connecticut. Uh, So like I'm kind of entirely lost touch with them now. But uh, we'd watch... And movies have always been my thing. Um, And we always watch like a ton of movies together. And I remember watching it with my friend Katie at the time who definitely was obsessed with dominique who was the french one who was always smoking but i know uh, like we had other friends who have, who had all seen it at various points but i saw it with her and that had to be like uh, i'm revealing my youth here uh like either sophomore junior year of high school uh and i remember thinking it was like a really really fun movie at the time uh this was before i realized i was lesbian so it's not that important to me until like later but uh why, yeah, why do you think it resonated with you then? Because I've always loved kind of, it's, I guess it's the convergence of things I love, which is like, there are, there's not that many action set pieces involved, but it's like spies and like intrigue and that kind of stuff. And it's like a rom-com. A silly teen rom-com. And <laughs> I love both, I have my entire life loved both of these things so much. It's, it's notable for being not it's a spy movie where the engine of the plot is the romantic comedy yeah, yeah. aspect of it which is very yeah. rare yeah i tried to sort of tally up the other ones i could think of while we were doing watching the movie and i could think of mr and mrs smith which mm-hmm. is fine mm-hmm. uh this is war with tom oh, hardy yeah. and um chris pine which mm-hmm. is not fine which we all decided would be better if it were Tom Hardy and Chris Pine falling in love with each other. Instead of spying on some poor woman. Yes. And then uh, the Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz, Night and Day movie. Oh. Which no one I no one really saw. But I think with still I just listened to the flop house about it. Of, still sort of counts, I think. So I, it's, it's a, it's a, and all those came out, I will yeah. say, after Deb's. Yeah. So Deb's is really saying. the... Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, I actually really like there's a Bollywood remake called Bang Bang of Night and Day that's amazing. Really? Yeah, it's it's really good. If I have three and a half hours sometime, I'll, I'll give yeah. it a try. No, it's, it's long, but it's great. <laughs> Since that's why it's resonated with you, yeah. then why why do you still like it? Because it seems like you, it's still like very important to you. Um, well, It still holds up. Yes, uh, partly because as someone who loves rom-coms and who is a lesbian, uh, Pickings are slim. <laughs> Pickings <laughs> are very slim for good lesbian rom-coms where nobody dies. And it's one of the few... And where it's textual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, we can talk about subtext for a oh, long time. I, you got a little bit of my 10 things I hate about you uh, spiel. But uh, Wait, Can we go into this? Because you sort of oh, alluded to this during okay, the movie. And yeah. I want to hear more about your 10 things I hate about you well, Kat's totally... Uh, Kat Stratford is bisexual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause, a thesis by Alicia Harder? Yeah, well, because <laughs> um, I do not dispute... I actually think the... And I know you guys did an episode on this, so sorry to rehash uh, old territory. But I know um, I am not disputing the uh, appeal of Heath Ledger in that movie. And I'm not disputing... Like, I actually think that their relationship's really cool. And one of the better developed... We didn't like, do an episode on Don't Think Right About You. Oh, wait, really? And we did bring it on. Oh, I'm sorry. It Which totally, is another. It feels like we should have. Those two were really like blended in my head. Yeah. Uh, sorry. That's, yeah, I was totally thinking of bringing it on. Um, it, the the Cat and Patrick relationship feels earned in but that it's movie. But it's actually a very good relationship. I yeah. feel like it's like one of the more healthier not. And even this one, I feel like is, is you have issues with the seven, but basically eight days conceit that yes. is their uh, romance. 
Um, I, I bought it though. Yeah. It's a good montage. Yeah. But um, <laughs> no. So I'm like not just being in that relationship, but it's just she's coded super queer like yeah. she really really loves i'm gonna say it, gay music like <laughs> she like loves like 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 whatever like fake or uh, letters to cleo whatever they were pretending to be in that letters to cleo and i forget what they i forget like what they were pretending to be because i feel like when when he goes to the lesbian bar and it's a lesbian it bar definitely is. i forget what it's called too but i feel like it had like a super lesbian bar name too oh i should look it up anyway but yes so that is case one Case two, she wants to go to Sarah Lawrence and is super into, like, Emily Dickinson and all that. Which is not to say that, like, everyone who likes those things is queer. But I went to Bryn Mawr. I can say if you want to go to majority, like, women's schools. Well, and it's also, like, it's also, like, in media. Like, yeah. she's coded this Oh, no, way. she's coded super bisexual. Like, she just is. I'm for it. Yeah. But we, we could do a whole um, separate spinoff podcast. Not episode, a whole podcast about <laughs> the, um, as Kelsey has termed it, like, movies where the female lead should be should have gotten together yeah, yeah, would have been yeah. a more a, a better movie yeah which is i mean you can like i think even anyone who's like not super i don't know like has done spend a lot of time thinking about that the way mm-hmm. we maybe do is um aware that sometimes the heterosexual romances in movies are very poorly shoehorned in yeah and that there are perhaps more organic ways of developing these type of relationships mm-hmm. that may just come from other characters like there's a lot of movies where you know, the plot sort of stops dead so that we can have a you know scene where the main character falls in love with a woman. Just, you know, just to be sure. Yeah. Just to really, like, make sure we all know what's going on here. But let's, like, like Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde is a great movie. Mm-hmm. A great, very progressive, very awesome movie. Would have been better oh, yeah. if Elle and Vivian had got together at the end. And they would have been the most amazing power couple of all time. Yeah. They would have been amazing. Holland Taylor <laughs> so is right. also in that movie. Helen Taylor is in that movie. I love Holland Taylor. Um, yeah, I could, I, there's a whole list. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Ben and Mike Beckham, I think is probably my number one movie that should have been a lesbian, but. Mm. But yeah. Oh, also I will say, I love that. I am a sucker for a good montage. This movie has good mar- montages and it has a great montage to erasure and I love erasure so much too. I will say to the podcasting world, I went to an erasure album release party last week. <laughs> so. And how'd that go for you? Really? I loved it. You had a good loved time? it. Yes. I had a really good time. It's a lot of fun. I'm happy for you. It was at Stonewall, which is also a really great bar. So, so you, you went to a Erasure release party at Stonewall. Yeah. Well, where else in New I mean, York yeah, exactly, if you right? would have exactly. an Erasure release party? That's the, you, is that the gayest thing? <laughs> it's, it's up there. I think it's definitely up there. I mean, if you're really going to go, go all in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How many times have you seen Debs? Oh, boy. Um, a lot. Like yearly, how many yearly? times do you watch Debs? <laughs> At least five times let me, a year. Let me, let me phrase this another way. Before tonight, when was the last time you watched Debs? Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that tells yeah. us all we need to know. I think it's fair, yeah. Well, I want to be prepared for this in case there's like anything <laughs> that I forgot since the most recent viewing. So, Like, did your enjoyment of this movie change after you came to terms with your sexuality? Oh, for sure. Because it's an awesome gay movie. Um, and did you like look back on it being like, hmm, actually funny enough. And I know this is going to sound like a total betrayal. No, there are a multitude of things in my life where like in retrospect, it was like, oh, this is not one of them. 
Because it's just um, a good movie. Because it's just a good movie. <laughs> and, like, my memories of it is very much it's a good movie. And I think I came back to it, yeah, just because pickings are so slim. And you can only see But I'm a Cheerleader or Imagine Me and You so many times. <laughs> Saving face. I can't think straight. That's it. Like, I think I just named half or at least probably more than half. Is that of, it? Like, is, like, just those and then devs? Well, I've like been more movies. I, 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 unless you can, I'm sure there's other ones out there, but I feel those are like the big ones that everyone talks. And about. those are the ones that like came out in that time period. Yeah, because <laughs> also like you realize I really love rom coms of that era, so it's like specifically like that. Those are my jam. Yeah, pickings um, are pretty slim. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have a moratorium on media where lesbians die or anything, so queer people in general, but specifically lesbians because it happens a lot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it do. <sighs> sorry, sorry to be a bummer. No, no, I, I mean, you're, you're completely right. I'm just, it's, yeah, it's a bummer. Which is why Debs is so great. I know. Nobody dies. Nobody dies. Yeah, no, even the people you thought that uh, she killed died for other unrelated reasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they still died, but they died off screen. It has a very, you know. actually, yeah, this movie has a very low body count, Um, which is great. It would feel weird if Debs had like a, a death like 60 minutes in. I don't know. The Fast and the Furious movies have like an insanely high body count in the later true, ones yeah. and no one really addresses it. Like it's like we are destroyed. Like in the fifth one, they basically destroy all of Rio and no one really talks about the fact that they basically obliterated a city with a safe. That's a good point. <laughs> That's true. They, 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 they tore that city up. Yeah. Oh, I will actually, I think part of it is it holds up, I think, a lot better than most movies of that era. Because, like, uh, Bring It On is actually a perfect example where, like, there is literally one line that made me cringe in this entire thing as opposed to uh, Bring It On, which I haven't seen in a while. And I can I know off the top of my head at least three different instances of, like, cringe. I remember when we were watching it for the podcast, Sarah and I were like, oh, oh. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> and, and it's like, and it's yeah. like, and it's fairly diverse. And like Max is, because she's black, is like a badass. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's not the main character, but she's, she's also a not badass. The villain, which she's is also nice. not the villain. And she's very competent. Yeah. Like, she is definitely the most competent yeah, it, Deb, and they never play that as anything. I think but the, the, one of the first things I said was like, wow, this has a really diverse cast, yeah. like, for the time period for, that oh, it yeah. is and the type of movie that it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Again, things are still true now. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when I go back and watch movies from like that mm. I really love from the early two thousands, yeah. there's always like this little veneer of like I have to be like things were different then. Oh, we yeah. weren't we weren't as yeah, aware. You, yeah. You and those, this movie yeah. literally has one only one time where I'm yeah. like, that don't do that. But um, it's just not problematic, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's- uh, I'm just sort of sad this movie didn't do better because I would love to see this franchise develop. God. Like you mentioned the Fast and Furious movies. I'm just yeah. sort of imagining like if this was allowed to go on for as long as that mm-hmm. series has. And like we could get the all-male Debs component. Like I, I just imagine like because in the movie the kind of, their counterparts kind of are home insecurity, but that really makes no sense. No. Yeah. There should be like a male equivalent of Debs in which there can also be a gay love story. Um, and then, Agreed. Yeah. Then those two. I mean, that's obviously the, the failed spinoff, a la Tokyo Drift. <laughs> then they bring back the original Debs, mm-hmm. and it, it's like the Debs, the next generation. Like some of them are teachers. Yeah. Uh, you know, the two leads from the first movie are together. They're living in Barcelona, 
renting boats to people and or you could bring it back honestly i feel like you could have i would honestly be really thrilled if they're like we got to bring him back for one more job or whatever (laughs) you know like this thing's like we have to bring back amy she's the perfect score and lucy because lucy's unbelievably good at see i really thought it was going to be revealed that lucy was a deb and like and like turned on the organization and went yeah to a life of crime well obviously by by the third or fourth sequel she is basically enlisted as as a a deb yeah in the same way i mean that that was the plot of like fast and furious like five through seven was like like, we we gotta have we gotta come back for one last job they're government contractors basically at that point It's true, but I, I would have loved to see the franchise of this. Yeah, the TV show of this. I think I think a TV because then he basically got totally spies. I think it'd be I think it'd make a really good like fun TV show. There's still time. There's still time. It's 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 2017. Bring, bring everything no- back. Yeah. Yeah, it's the year. Peak TV. Yeah, we can do anything. Everything's yeah. coming back. Even Dirty Dancing. Oh, I. I have I have a, I have feelings about this. I so normally I feel like ruining your childhood is like some bullshit, especially like re Ghostbusters. This Dirty Dancing remake is literally ruining my childhood. Even it, Will and Grace is coming back, bad. right? There you go. Okay, so if we were yeah, for bringing back Will and Grace, we can bring back Debs. A show that ran for a decade, I think, and was like over. Like, like the, they finished their it. Their finale was the a finale flash was forward. twenty years in the future. I've never actually seen any episodes of Will and Grace. I'm not sure I have either, actually. I used totally to watch honest. it. And I feel like some things about it would be issues with me now. It's like gay best friend, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. the Will the is, show. Is, 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 <laughs> is Grace's gay best friend. Yeah. And, but like Jack and Will are so like New York white gays. Like, oh. and and I mean, Karen is, is not like textually bisexual but like canon bisexual definitely um <laughs> like define canon like she's definitely slept with women but she's never said i'm bisexual mm. <laughs> oh okay i see you get what i'm I mean? sorry again i have yeah. never seen one yeah. Grace, so much, I be much in the way that it. finn and poe are a couple Despite the fact it's never explicitly said, they're they're. I, I, oh, I get it. Thank you. Thank, I, you, for, I, thank I, you for speaking I, my language to me. I I, I have diagrams from this. I agree with that. I am I am Team OT three, but I mean but, you're leaving out the fact that the, the Finn Ray and Poe are the first canonically uh, uh, three person uh, triad couple in, in Disney's Star Wars. Um, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> there is no argument that will sway me from this point of view. Poly representation is important. You could you could you could. It's better whip, whip than me, whip me half to death with a, with a, with a, with the butt of a handgun. I still would not move from this 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 hill upon which I shall and die. And it's better I than Lefou. It it's, it's better. I've not seen the Beauty and the Beast remake, but it sounds dumb. Kelsey. Yes. How'd you feel about <laughs> Debs? I liked Debs a lot. Firstly, I'm very surprised I've never seen this movie because this movie is like me. Like it's it has all the things I like. Like, I, I really enjoy, like, the idea of, like, a school for a specific thing. <laughs> like, a spy school. Which, like, I want the prequel to this movie where they all go to spy school for the first time. And then they get, like, their spy makeovers. And they have to go to spy class. Like, okay, Sky High <laughs> was one of my favorite oh, movies growing no, up. No, but Sky High is really good. That is a DCOM, I will point out. I'm pretty, no, did it get no, theatrical release? No, that came out theaters. All right, but it was a Disney movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a Disney movie. It's basically a DCOM movie. Yeah. It's like in levels of quality. It, it is basically a yeah. It basically movie. is. But but I 
fucking love that movie. Oh, yeah. And I no, don't know why. No, it's very... I mean, I've not seen it in years, but I bet it still holds up. Yeah. I hope. Cross fingers. It's yeah. one of those DCOMs you just sort of slipped through and got yeah. into theaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just... I, I, like, I like the idea of, like... We're going to put all the people, like, to, we're going to have a school for a very specific thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which I enjoy. Like, I feel like this is if, like, the spy kids were just teenage girls. Yeah. <laughs> is so, so I, I, now I'm curious, though. So, like, does this, does this go back to, like, Harry Potter and, like, really wanting, like, that? Or is or or is your thing, like, transcend, like, Harry Potter fandom? I don't know. Okay. I feel like it might have been, like, pre-Harry Potter, but okay. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of, like, what other, like, touchstones involve, like, yeah. special, specialized schools. I guess because the whole boarding school subgenre is such a big thing. Yeah. But for a lot of people in our rough age group, Harry yeah. Potter is sort of the, the inter- introduction yeah. to the, yeah, it's, it's the touchstone for yeah. that. Yeah. So that, w- that would be my guess, too. But, again, there's so many things in that genre. It could be something else. Yeah. It's definitely part of it. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I like that, and I, I like this whole, I like that whole world, but then also it's it's queer, which is great, mm-hmm. and I've I like I thought it was funny, like the jokes hold up. It's it's very silly. It's very silly. Like I said, if Kirsten Dunst had played the main character, I would have already seen this because that's like where I live movie wise. <laughs> early Kirsten Dunst. Early two thousands Kirsten Dunst. Anyway, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very fun. I like a rom-com. I like a spy movie. I like early 2000s camp. Any, any particular thing about this movie that stand, that like really grabbed you and drew you in? Um, let me just look at my notes. <laughs> I just have dudes are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. So you, in your notes, you just wrote dudes are the worst. <laughs> yeah, that, that is one of my notes. Yes. Dudes Fair. are the worst. I would assume you just had that as a stationery. You just like preloaded onto all your, your documents. <laughs> I don't hate dudes on principle. Yeah, me neither. In media, they just tend to be sucky. Um, it's because there's so many of them. It's true. They're everywhere in media. Why? Um, no, I think, you know, this just this movie just has, like, the tone of it is just, like, everything I like in a movie, which is why I think when it first started, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be my kind of movie. Which, like, I feel like the branding of it doesn't quite like because i've definitely like seen this on the shelf in the blockbuster when i was growing up and like saw it and was like no that's not what i want Mm -hmm. thinking it was something else like it was kind of different than it was like thinking it was like a more of a like let's put sexy girls in skirts and have them fight shit oh no it totally yeah it totally that's like but it doesn't um, feel like they even though they are in skirts like they're it doesn't feel like male gazy it's really not it's really not surprising considering how because it's written and and directed and produced and everyone involved is a woman yeah (laughs) Um, again a very novel idea i have the poster for deb's up here right now and the the tagline is they're crime-fighting hotties with killer bodies. Oh, my God. Which is not technically untrue. But very but it's, not. It's so far from It's so the far from what it is. Like, yeah. I feel like I would see that and be like, no, that's not what I want. No, thank you. But, like, this is what I want yeah. in a movie. Yeah, and I think, like, I definitely remember my friends in high school, like, the reason they liked it was, like, kind of doofy, like, schoolgirl action movie. Because, I um like, the same crew was really in... I feel like there was a schoolgirl anime that was, like, not, like, a harem one or any, like, the, like... 
not sure. weird not like the weird sex ones but yeah kind of like sailor moon or like there was like another one that was more specific that involved like assassins i don't remember but like anyway there was like a genre like where the my high school friends were very very into this very specific like badass like like schoolgirl thing so i very much went in that movie expecting badass schoolgirls and honestly my memory of it was mostly it was badass schoolgirls with a lesbian plot i uh didn't realize till after i started watching it more recently exactly how much it was way more on the lesbian plot and not on the badass schoolgirls. So, uh, I just want to put this out there: if anyone wants to come on the show and talk about weird sex anime, that's fine. <laughs> we, we're not we're non-judgmental here. This is yeah. a judgment-free zone. Oh yeah, that was a judgment. I was just that going means we have memory. to read yeah. weird sex anime. Or watch weird sex yeah. anime. Yeah, watch anime. Is the yep. is the video one. Mm-hmm. Manga is the is yes. the 3D one. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I didn't Manga. think you were coming from a place of judgment. Yeah. I just wanted to just put out there for, yeah, yeah. for the listeners yeah. that none of us feel that way. Yeah. It could be a very interesting episode. I feel like we've... Expose us to new things. Mm-hmm. That that would be... <laughs> That's what this is for. That'd be very, <laughs> that would really push us out of our comfort zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like my one thing is like I wanted our hero, Amy Bradshaw, to be played by a better actress. Yeah, no. <laughs> like... I think that would have elevated this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted her to be as good an actress as everyone else in the movie. Yeah. As good an actor as everyone else in the movie, which is like a fairly low bar. Like, mm-hmm. it's, they're not amazing, but... But they're good. They're they're good, they're, yeah. go- they're They're competent actors, and she's not really... Especially, it's like, it's so yeah. nice to see, as you said, Alicia, Jordana Brewster get to play different... Because all I've ever seen her in is the Fast and Furious yep. movies. And so seeing her actually get to play other emotions, other emotions, other yeah, than a, like a different type of character, vaguely concerned love, yeah, yeah. Yes, is is he, exactly is is really cool. She's good. I like to see more, I like to see her in more things. My first note on this is this movie knows what it's about, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like but, a movie that means business. I do like knows like, what it wants. It understands not to take itself too seriously. Yeah, because yeah. that's if it took itself too seriously, that's where it would have like lost. Boss, what I liked about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, what did you think of the movie? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think I've sort of made my my feelings on it pretty clear mm-hmm. by sort of jumping in and just shouting yeah. my opinions. Um, <laughs> unwarranted. No, it's great. It's fun. I like the... Uh, well, you said, Kelsey, that you sort of grasped the tone from very early on, mm-hmm. which is uh, a good sign for the movie that it has sort of that consistent of a tone that you know that you're going to like it from the get-go. And I admire, like, I mean, I don't know what the exact budget of this movie was. I don't mean to keep harping on this, but I like that they took what they had and stretched it as far as it would go. That's mm-hmm. very admirable in, in filmmaking. And uh, it's, you know, it's a love story between two women that ends happily. I can't harp on that enough. That's <laughs> rare and it's great to see. Yeah. And like I say, it's funny. It, you know, I, I love goofy, sort of goofy takes on the world of spies or like just heroes and villains the action comedy is an underrated uh, oh, for sure. yeah. genre yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like i said once once i got the venture brother vibes from the different you know government groups all sort of <laughs> existing in this weird sort of social space with yeah. each other like they all work together and they sort of it's a very casual no it's a very rich world yeah i, I like i love that like what's 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 it why is homeland security just like paired up with the debs in every situation <laughs> i can tell you they're like the guy they're like the guy they're like the all guys school equivalent no, but there needs yeah. to be an all guys school equivalent of the here's Debs. here's the thing yeah. is that homeland security unlike debs is real yeah but is it actually like... like that do you think <laughs> <laughs> is it i I do, I do think is there, is, <laughs> there is significant uh, 
potential for uh, world building. And, like, I feel like I would totally be cool with, like, a TV show retconning it. So it's not Homeland Security. It's whatever the guy version is. Tell me you can't see this, like, popping up on, on like, Netflix this year. Like, they'll, they'll make a show out of anything. Yeah, yeah. They made, they made a new Anne, with, Anne of Green Gables. And Archie. Edgy Archie is bad. Edgy Archie is like the hit show of the year. Dark, yeah. Dark Archie. <laughs> Jughead Buddy Fox is the breakout character of 2017, the year of no fake friends. Anything can happen. Jughead the asexual Buddy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can totally see this on like them rebooting this. I'm trying to think of a better example. How do we start a crowd, a grassroots campaign to, to <laughs> reboot this as a Netflix original? This is it right here. Yeah. This is where we. This is where the story Tweet begins. at Netflix and at Jordana Brewster. <laughs> Jordana Brewster and as, and has the director is it Angela somebody Angela Robinson, Robinson. yeah has, has she, done a couple other things um, she worked on the show Hung uh, the worked, L word she worked in the L word ah, which, that makes sense you know, yeah I'm so curious about what episode oh, she directed Herbie Fully Loaded Angela Robinson please please bring Debs back yeah I know please. it's not up to you in any any any, any sense but please do it pitch it to Netflix yeah. Kickstart that or thing, Amazon, yeah, yeah, kickstart it. Yeah, Amazon crackles making TV shows now. Anyone can do it. <laughs> Anyone can do it. It's a new podcasting. <laughs> this, this is this is this is now a cause podcast, <laughs> and our cause is to get a, a Netflix one season adaptation of of Debs. Debs. Yeah. Or Hulu. Hulu will do it. Yeah. yeah. Hulu's got stuff. Crackle can do it. I don't care as long as it exists. We're, we're not picky. CISO? No. CISO? That's really not fitting <laughs> Actually, actually. You lean into the comedy a little bit Yeah, harder. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get some funny ladies out oh, there. Oh, get Kate McKinnon. Kate, Kate McKinnon as the Holland see. Taylor part. Kate McKinnon oh. as Mrs. Petrie. But then we also need Holland Taylor up in there because I love Holland Taylor yeah. and she's in everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, if Kate McKinnon's gonna be involved in this, we need to get take it. We need to shop it around to like networks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, USA characters welcome. Um, I can't think of any TV networks right now. Oh god, oh god, AMC? oh god. AMC, AMC. They're still making shows. They're yeah, sure. Walking Dead. Isn't FX. On? Yeah, FX. FX. This this would be a great FX show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the gritty reboot. Yeah, right? like... <laughs> FX is a little more grim. Like, there's more actual fucking. <laughs> and like, like, like they actually kill people. Probably, yeah. I'll, I'd be curious to see what Shonda Rhimes could do with this. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm sure. With Max, if she did a Max spinoff, that'd be so good. <laughs> I'd be uh, there that, for that. That, that. I'd watch that so hard. We just need what? How to get away with murder is ending? Like Shonda's only doing like four, three shows. <laughs> like she has an empty plate. Yeah. Just get Shonda Rhimes to do a show with Megan Good as the, as the lead. Yeah, and actually. And slowly, slowly reveal her to be her character from Debs. Yeah. Like, very slowly <laughs> tease it out. And then you have the launching pad for the D-E-B-C-U. Cinematic that Universe? Was the Debs. The, the, <laughs> the Debs Cinematic Universe. I think we, you saw the strain in my face that I tried I to like, get all those layers in the right order. I don't know why that was so hard for me. We've now come to the part of the show where one of us... Launches sort of a, a counteroffensive <laughs> to the guest to ruin and recommends a thing that has some sort of connection or in their mind is in some way connected to the thing we, we experienced this episode. Kelsey, do you have a recommendation? I do, Jason. Great. <laughs> what is it? Um, so my recommendation to you, Alicia, would be one of my favorite movies, okay. um, which is uh, St. Trinian's, which... Is not as textually gay as this. That's cool. 
but is like subtextually gay. Um, and it takes place in a British boarding school. Okay. For, it's not totally like said to be for wayward girls, mm-hmm. but it's like they take the misfits. You know, I'm into this already. Um, and the headmistress is played by Rupert Everett in drag. Okay. And he also plays the headmistress's brother. Um, Colin Firth is in it. <laughs> um, Russell Brand's in it. Wow. <laughs> um, but the important people that are in it are the girls. Um, Lena Headey's also in it. Um, okay. She plays the uh, the English teacher who comes to yeah. to uh, teach them. So, but basically, they find out that their school the the government's trying to cu- shut down their school. Mm-hmm. And they have to win a uh, quiz bowl style oh boy championship to um to save it um uh which is hosted by Stephen Fry played by Stephen Fry that sounds delightful um <laughs> um and they concoct a series of schemes yeah. to help them win uh win the quiz bowl style show and yeah. there's a heist involved and I I do um, love me a heist um, I mean they 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 want to win the show but they have to get on the show to complete the heist which will pay for them mm-hmm. to save the school. I do, I do kind of wish the uh, Stephen Fry role was played by Hugh Laurie. I feel like there's like a lot of comedic potential there, and it's really good, and it has a lot of like girls in uniforms kicking mm-hmm. ass, school uniforms kicking ass, and and doing hanging from ropes and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it a lot, and I think that you should watch it. I'm probably gonna make Jason watch it for the podcast. So sounds great. Um, and it did get a sequel. Oh boy. Which is not as good, but David Tennant's in it. <laughs> He's a, he plays the, uh, um, and the, it's all about like empowering women. Mm-hmm. The the movie is, yeah. which makes me I always feel weird about the choice of Rupert Everett to play a woman in dra- like mm-hmm. in drag. Very weird, but it works okay. um, for the most part. But it's really funny, and I highly recommend it. Saint Trinians. I gotta say that this is the most audibly and visibly excited someone's ever been by one of our recommendations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it sounds good. Uh, I honestly believe Leash might might watch this movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, text it to me, and I will definitely. I think yes, add it to I my will. List. I yeah. will send you. Um, you. I think it's on Amazon, but I'm not sure. We can take that question off air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Alicia, thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, Thanks for showing us, yay! And thanks for showing us Debs. Thanks for ruining our lives with yeah. Debs. It was yeah, amazing. I enjoyed it a lot. It's okay. now our life's goal to get Debs yeah. back. Yeah, I know you. You've truly ruined my life because now I have to abandon my career <laughs> to, and dedicate myself to the cause of reviving the Debs franchise. Yeah, there's a place for this. There, there is. Really is. There is. I believe Jordana Brewster isn't doing anything now that she's off of Fast and Furious. Yeah, this is like a freeform show, probably. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Kelsey, you've done Nailed it again. It. Nailed it. Freeform, Freeform, come at us. Yeah. <laughs> Freeform, I know. You we, need something to replace Pretty Little Liars. I know you do. Yeah. We, know yeah. you, we know you're trying to launch a separate streaming platform, Freeform. You're, that's obviously your thing. Right, yeah. yeah. This is the perfect, I'm, I mean, everyone all, is. All the network TV. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's Even what CBS CISO is. I mean, yeah. the CW is definitely doing that. Yeah. Anyway, I've been Kelsey Goldman. I've been Jason Edwards. And I've been Alicia Harder. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me They wish I would go ahead and fuck my life up Can't let them get to me
let them get to me And even though I always fuck my life up Only I can mention me Only I can mention me Only I can mention me Where's the Debs hashtag? What is Where's the, the Debs reboot hashtag? We, it's gotta have it has the word to be clever. Yeah, what's what's like a de- what are the, what are the what are Deb's fans? What's what's the what are the name? I mean, they're debutantes, like right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Hashtag debutantes. Like yeah. like D capital D E B. Utahns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>